Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. Good. <laughs> Stop asking me. It delays. Hey. The, I don't care. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm worried about you. And this is Chip Season 1, Episode 7, Hard Day's Night, Part 1. Are we expecting any cameos from the Beatles in this episode, MC? Uh, no, we're really not. <laughs> what happened last time? Well, uh, Chip went into the sewer, mm. um, where he had <laughs> he a, sure did. a showdown with some mafia drug dealer types. He tried to show one of them the error of their ways, convince them uh, to abandon this life of crime <laughs> and take up a, a job in hospitality instead. It is surprising that we haven't ended up with a sponsorship from Costa after last week's episode, <laughs> but that's by the by. Uh, so yes, um, they this this um, uh, attempt to uh, lead a wayward soul to a better a better life was cut short by a Ricola demon mm. eating them both or whatever it did. <laughs> uh, Chip fought it and won, and um, we he discovered we discovered that uh, Rye no Ridley don't, Ridley yeah. Uh, is in fact uh, he's been bitten by Ricola demon and he seems to be slowly turning into one sort of yeah he's kind of bit demon kind of mutated not the Incredible Hulk yes yes he's basically werewolf Incredible Hulk raccoon Doyle yeah yeah Yay! So it was nice to get a bit of backstory for Ridley in that episode, and yeah. nice for Chip to kind of connect for someone. Yeah. Um, what do we think this episode is going to be about with the mysterious Hard Day's Night title? Uh, well, maybe we will see something with Cat because she wasn't in it at all last week. Maybe there'll be a dog in it. Yes. Hard Day's Night, and I've been working, working... like a dog. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Dog demons. <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's get into it. This is Hard Day's Night, Part One. Previously on Chip. Wait! Chip yelled, grabbing hold of Cat's arm. Let go! Cat struggled. Chip spun her around so she was facing him. The two looked at each other for a couple of seconds before leaning in to kiss one another. <laughs> Look, Cat, it seems like you've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment, so maybe you don't need a friend or a relationship right now. But there are some things in this world that we all need. Companionship. Cat stopped laughing and looked down at her feet, nodding. She didn't say anything. If you decide, I'll be around. What the hell is that? Did you have an epiphany and suddenly decide violence is wrong? And where did you get all that money from? It was next month's rent. Chip replied, not breaking his stride. Well enough to bite them, John said. Tell me you're not going to pay these guys off, Cat said to Chip. No, he replied. I haven't got any money left. <laughs> <laughs> Buying new clothes was a burden on Chip's already tight money problems, and he'd resorted to getting anything that would fit from the cheapest clothes store he could find. Chip's words rang through Ridley's head. Monster inside. He jumped up from the sofa and reached for the phone. See what I can do about yours. He said to himself as he dialed. Someone on the other end answered. Hey Sammy, it's me. I'm looking for some info on a guy called Chip Thompson. Yeah, the ninja, that's him. What do you know? If ever there was an award for New York's nicest alleyway, oh my god, this one probably wouldn't win. <laughs> Is it historic? Uh, it's not a famous Victorian one, is it? The, the famous Victorian alleyway of London in New York. <laughs> we sent it to them as a gift. <laughs> On second thoughts, maybe it would. What? 
The rats were few and far between. Not many homeless people. Not many homeless people slept there of a night. Thank God, she hates them. <laughs> God, oh no, stupid homeless sleeping in an alleyway at night. Why don't they just go to their homes? Uh. The rats were few and far between. Not many homeless people slept there of a night, and if they did, they were never there the next morning. Oh, it's good because any homeless people sleeping there get murdered. <laughs> And disappeared overnight. Good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nice alleyway, this one. Because most of the buildings were abandoned, there was no working sewage systems to smell the place up, and no police ever drove down this way because there was a sever lack of crime. Sever lack of crime. A sever lack of crime. Presumably severe, but is what you meant, but yeah. I hope so, because I think I mean a lot of things in this opening <laughs> paragraph, and most of it makes me unhappy. <laughs> Not counting the amount of people who disappeared here, of course. In hindsight, it was probably the best location for a place like this. Hidden in central New York, not many people knew it existed. Only the regulars. Jim was one of those regulars. Oh no, what's going to happen to Jim? Oh, I'm really worried about what this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been coming here for about three months now, at least twice a week. His wife thought he was out every night, spending some time with the kids from his previous marriage. Jim wasn't sure she'd understand. It wasn't the place you'd take your family for a day out. Still worried about what this is going to be? Yeah. Although one day, his wife had become slightly suspicious, so Jim had been forced to actually see the kids. Father of the year, Jim. (laughs) They sat in the waiting room whilst Jim got what he paid for oh no oh those kids are gonna need so much therapy oh no so much therapy it's gonna be horrible maybe it? it's a, a dentist and he just gets likes getting his teeth cleaned twice a week yeah <laughs> can we just stop there yeah <laughs> as he stood next to the door of the place the neon sign reflected off his face in bright blue and purple lights it read rays he knocked three times on the steel door to signal it was a regular customer The sound of multiple locks being taken off their latches echoed out in the alley. The New York evening traffic in the distance. What? The sound of multiple locks being taken off their latches echoed out in the alley. The New York evening traffic in the distance. You're trying to build a soundscape. You're saying like you could hear the locks being uh, undone, but you could also hear the traffic in the distance. Okay, it's just the way I've I've written that is very confusing. But... It's your writing evolving. You're trying to do like all the senses. It's not just how tall the demon is or how many lots of steroids it's on or what sporting implement its head is in the shape of. (laughs) Now you're doing sounds. Sure. It's like a person with no arms trying to play tennis. Sure. That sounds like a description for one of your... (laughs) And as you can see, I've reached my peak and it never, never got any further than that. A few moments later and the door was open. Ray, wearing his usual greasy white string vest and brown sweatpants, issued for Jim to come in. I mean, that's standard uniform for a dentist, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be a strip club. It's going to be so much. Yeah. (laughs) The waiting room was narrow. A small brown desk took up half the place with two old wooden chairs in front of it. A small black and white television hummed and showed images from the latest NFL game. There was a dark doorway that led to the different rooms in the place. Well, at least the TV isn't showing a sitcom with a laughter track. One, please. Jim smirked. But Ray wasn't the one to laugh or have a sense of humour. Snatching the money out of Jim's hand, Ray quickly counted it. It's short by ten. Oh, sorry. 
Jim reached into his pocket and pulled out a $5 bill and a ton of change. Slamming it onto the table, Ray sighed. You get a discount for bringing your own girls, you know. Oh, really? I'll keep that in mind. Sounds like a very sincere schoolboy. <laughs> it's Harry Potter <laughs> when it all went wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, bring your own girls to get their teeth done. Yeah. <laughs> if you bring your own dental nurse hygienist, yeah. you get a discount. <laughs> I have an idea of where this is going. <laughs> Ray finished counting the money, making sure the fee was there to every dime before issuing Jim with a key that had a number dangling from it, indicating which room Jim was supposed to go to. Please be a dentist, please be a dentist, please be a dentist. Before walking into the black doorway, Jim asked, Does it have to be a girl? Ray just shook his head and Jim carried on. He found the room he had paid for. It was dark inside, with no light getting in. Jim could see the stool in the middle of the room and a box of tissues on top to yeah. wipe his mouth because you, you you know you have to get all that stuff that comes out of your mouth when I you think, have your teeth done. I think this is going to be so horrible we're going to even have trouble just making jokes about uh, it. It's just going to be... Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. This is you trying to be dark, <laughs> I know. Remember? I know, I'm trying to make chip series all dark and gritty and I think I've done regret, bad. I think regret. I did a bad thing. Uh, I'm afraid Chip has been cancelled because <laughs> it turns out they're all deleted somehow. It's weird. I've just thrown water over my laptop. <laughs> a huge window on the wall opposite the store was also blacked out, not revealing what was behind it. The floor had obviously been mopped up after the previous occupant had finished. Yeah. The they, they, drawl from yeah. the... Uh, dentist saliva because it's a cheap dentist they don't have the person to suck the oh, saliva out to spit on the floor yeah <laughs> the door slammed shut behind Jim leaving him in total darkness he felt his way to the stool putting the box of tissues down next to it before taking his seat Jim undid his zip and let his trousers fall to the floor his underwear followed it's a um, prostate uh... cancer exam <laughs> It's the two for one. They'll do your teeth and your prostate. So I mean, sad. they'll check it for health reasons. <sighs> he took a tissue out of the box and waited. A burst of light came from the window in front of Jim, revealing a girl standing in a similar size room. She was leant against one of the walls. As soon as the light filled the room, she bolted to the window and started to bang on it hard. Jim could tell she was screaming for help, tears rolling down her face. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. He smiled, starting to rub himself. Cool. Just massaging his gums. I <laughs> don't want to do this anymore. Uh, there isn't that much. There's like a couple paragraphs and then we'll be done. An opening appeared behind the girl and a demon stepped in behind her. His teeth were huge, like a row of long fangs, and the claws on his hands were much like knives. The girl turned and screamed. The demon swiped her down. Picking her back up, the demon scratched the side of her face, causing a stream of blood to run down her cheek. She screamed some more. And Jim rubbed himself harder. Mm -hmm. The demon held the girl's head and banged it on the window, harder, each time. Bang. 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 Ah, that's over. It could have... Win worse. Been worse. Yeah, I was ex- uh, honestly was expecting it to be worse. Yes, and I'm glad it wasn't. It's still horrible. Yeah, but it's it's not as gratuitous <laughs> as I thought. It was, yeah, it, was it could have it been a lot be. worse. Yeah. It's demons murdering women, which is horrible. It's weird snuff porn peep show. Yeah, stuff. yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, oh, God, hmm. I really hope Chip kills everyone. <laughs> Gotta wonder about the mentality of someone who's like, demons are real. Also, <laughs> I can get off to this. Do you think the demons are paid for their work? or <laughs> Bang, bang, bang. Ridley knocked on the door and waited. Oh, he's knocking on the door now. That's nice. Oh. After a few moments, he knocked again. <laughs> this time, Chip opened the door quickly. What? He asked abruptly. Hey, bud. Mind if AI come in? <laughs> oh, the AI's going to come in. <laughs> Ridley's got a robot friend. <laughs> AI robot and a teddy. Now there's a spin-off. Ridley stared, stepping into Chip's apartment. Chip closed the door and turned to face Ridley. This revealed the bruise underneath Chip's eye. Ooh, that looks a nasty one. Ridley said, breathing in through his teeth. What hell how not you on your ass? Arse. <laughs> it says, saying, saying arse in a New York accent is hard. I-S, ass, ass, bombastin. <laughs> it's Ridley's really trying to make Chip feel at home, you know. <laughs> yeah. My landlord's lover. Ridley gave Chip a quizzical look, so the ninja explained. Okay, this is going to be good. Yeah. I haven't been able to pay my rent for a while, and he's not the type of guy to wait for money. So he sends Jason round to not so politely remind his residents about rent. Why didn't you fight back? I mean, I'm sure Jason is a tough guy, but you could have taken him. Chip sat down next to Ridley. I figure I did enough damage to the human race. No need to add to my total. That reminds me, the reason I'm here. There's a reason? I just thought you'd like to annoy me. Easy, pal. Remember who's the guest here. Would it kill you to offer him a beer? Oh, they're bonded. This is quite nice. Yeah. Also, he's talking about himself in the third person. Right? <laughs> offer or him a beer? Well, he's the guest, you know. Offer the guest a beer. I'm all out. We can take a trip to the Korean shop down the road and get some more if you like. I don't think I should go there. Why not? Well, I kind of tore the place up a few weeks ago. Ridley tapped his right arm. Ah, I see. What caused you to flip out this time? I'd run out of beer. Chip stared at Ridley. That's quite a nice exchange. I quite yeah. enjoyed that between the two of them. I think they're going to be best friends. Yay! Yay. Chip's going to have a friend. <laughs> What? It'd been a hard day's night and I'd be working like a dog. <gasps> Everyone clap yeah, quack, quack. and leave. <laughs> they said the title. <laughs> what? It'd been a hard day's night and I'd been working like a dog. Chip stood up and grabbed his coat from the hook on the wall. You can wait outside while I see if they've managed to restock. Damn deadbeat. Can afford to buy <laughs> beer. Can't afford to pay his rent though. Yeah, how's that going to work? And also, does this landlord just keep sending Jason around every time you haven't paid and, like, until you can pay? I guess. You just get punched, you get punched in the eye, then the other eye, then the nose. He just <laughs> works his way around your body. One punch. <laughs> and then it's like, you paid your rent? No, no. <laughs> Ridley followed Chip out of the apartment. So, there was a reason for being blessed with your appearance? Chip asked. Oh, yeah, that. Ridley said, catching up as the pair walked down the corridor to the lift. I've been doing research into you. The kind with books? Actually, the kind with talking to people who know people who know everything. Uh, yeah, the last episode ended, didn't it? Where Ridley was like, yeah. I'm going to phone someone and learn about Chip, even though he knows all about Chip already. That was confusing. Well, he, maybe he knows the, sort of the rough overview, but not the details. But the bullet it, points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, though, he's telling Chip about it, because it seems like the kind of thing... The, the impression I got from the last episode, or uh, the prediction I had, is that he would find out about Chip, but not tell him he'd been digging into him. Ah. Well, I wonder if it's going to be because Chip said he'd help Ridley with his sort of Hulk smash situation, yeah. that Ridley was like, you know what, I'm going to help you somehow as well. Hmm. He's going to find out, I don't know, about the Ku Claw or something? Every single person you killed was a drug dealer. 
and a bad person. <laughs> Even the old lady who was looking for her son that time. And that guy you beat to death with your bare hands. Hey, he was playing him out of his misery. <laughs> Actually, the camera talking to people who know people who know everything. I thought you already knew everything about my past. I knew of it, not about it. There's a difference, but... They stepped into the lift and Chip pushed the down button. So now you know. He said, bowing his head slightly. The memory of his evil exploits was still fresh in his mind. Damn evil switch. <laughs> he like touches it on the back of his neck like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but you aorta. <laughs> that is all a... the, the aorta arteries that chips. Why does the spell check not pick that up? What does that word mean? It's like a, an artery or a vein or something, I think. Oh, so your veins ought to know. <laughs> I do, but you aorta know. I don't make judgments by what I hear. I like to see things in action. And I've seen you in action. My guess, you weren't really yourself back then. <laughs> they were all drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was. That's the thing that scares me the most. Chip quickly stepped out of the elevator as he hit the ground floor and exited his apartment block. Ridley was a little slow to catch up. That part they didn't mention. He said. Can we change the subject? Chip asked. Sure thing, bud. But one day, pretty soon, you're gonna have to do something us Americans do all the time. Deal. Are Americans known for dealing with all their issues? This was the time in the world, in, in history, when only Americans went to therapy. <laughs> oh, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I wish I'd continued that. <laughs> And until that day, I can get beer and not listen to your pointless pep talks. Chip suddenly pulled up in the middle of the path. Bollocks! I haven't got any cash on me. Ridley pulled out a 20 from his back pocket. This is only because I want a brewski. I don't want your charity. But do you want a beer? <laughs> You've got a bit of yeah, repertoire yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Well, I mean, it's way better than the demon murdering a girl while some dude gets off to it. So that's nice. <laughs> Chip thought for a few seconds before grabbing the money Ridley held out in front of him. I'll pay you back. Might want to get your rent sorted first, unless you want Jason calling around again. Why not get your violence on? You could live like a king in that place. <laughs> Ridley coming up with the advice again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to deal with your emotional problems. Also, beat that guy up. <laughs> it's hard to hit a man in a Care Bears t-shirt. <laughs> what an interesting choice of enforcer. <laughs> I guess it's quite... Interesting in the sense that maybe they don't look so scary, but they're still super tough. Like, yeah. maybe they're tougher because of that. Yeah. I can imagine. Ridley thought for a few seconds as they reached the corner shop. Have you thought about getting a job? A proper job, I mean. It crossed my mind. I guess I don't really have a choice. <gasps> Is Chip going to work in Costa? He's like, oh, Johnny didn't want it, so maybe I'll take that apprentice job. <laughs> I could be the great, uh, the greatest barista ever. Ninja coffee skills. <laughs> Oh, he serves you a coffee, he knows what you want and yes. serves it to you when you don't even notice. <laughs> and then he kills you. But then he feels bad about it. Maybe he puts like a shuriken in the foam. Oh, nice. It crossed my mind, I guess. I don't really have a choice. I could probably hook you up with a few contacts. Ridley grinned. Thanks, little New York man, but I can find my own work. Hey, why don't I teach you the secrets to being a good con man? What a team we would make. Chip, ignoring Ridley, stepped into the shop. I kind of want to see that now. Can you imagine Chip trying to con someone? <laughs> I'm not sure that would go very well. Give me your wallet or I'll kill you. <laughs> a few minutes later, he reappeared with two six-packs and a newspaper. See, plenty of jobs in here, he said. What an old school thing this is when yeah. you look for jobs in the newspaper. I don't think I had 
internet back then, so Christ, yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have had internet at home until I was like probably into my like mid twenties or something. Jeez. Actually, and so. I mean, Chip did Chip doesn't even have central heating, <laughs> so it definitely doesn't have internet. Would it be funny if he became like a, a heating installation man, <laughs> just like grumbles about his job all day? This hate is this. shit. <laughs> A few minutes later, he reappeared with two six-packs and a newspaper. See, plenty of jobs in here, he said. Con man. Ridley replied, trying to sound tempting. Chip dumped the beer in Ridley's arms and walked back towards his apartment, reading the job section of his newspaper. It's weird how domestic both shows have got. They are. Like, Chip's trying to find a job in his yeah. new place and find a way to pay the rent. Yeah. And MC and the gang have started a hotel business, which is really stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it is something we've questioned both shows this season, especially as well, is that how do they have money? Yeah, I mean, presumably Chip had some, I mean, maybe he got some from Killing Demons, like they had money on them. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that before as well. I guess the same could apply for MC, but I don't know if Demons really deal with money. Maybe some do. Yeah. Yeah, something integrated in the world. Well, we we already know that Demons and Vampires and stuff uh, get hustled by uh, Dudley for (laughs) money. So presumably they have money for something. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would work. So mm. Conman's not too far off then. Mm. I mean, Chip just kills him. He just <laughs> readily leaves him alive at least. Direct form of conning them. <laughs> so, Mr. Thompson, why do you want to be a security guard of this establishment? Love You is a very exclusive club. Sounds it with a title like that. I feel like Love You is the name of a club in some shitty town that we've lived <laughs> yeah. in. It probably is, actually. The manager of the Lavu nightclub sat opposite Chip in a big black leather chair. His suit looked as if it cost more than Chip's monthly rent, but oh. not as much as Three Islands or whatever it was. Or the wallpaper. <laughs> My God, New York is such an expensive town to live in. It's, if you want a suit or a wallpaper, it costs so much. The club, as the manager had put it, was definitely exclusive. It was centred in the glitzy part of the town, the part Chip had never been to before. He'd gotten lost along the way and had just about made the job interview on time. Being an evil fighting ninja, Chip knew he'd have to find a job that would not only pay well, but would allow him to exercise his physical presence should trouble occur. The security job at Lavu seemed perfect. Also, I like when he says, um, being an evil fighting ninja, it could be evil fighting ninja or evil Ooh. fighting ninja. That's true, there's no grammar to indicate which I mean, mm. so it's... Ooh, enigmatic. I did that on purpose, totally. <laughs> I did. That was a thing I did, MC. Did you notice the thing I did? <laughs> so clever. <laughs> Well, sir, Chip replied to the manager, I can damn well guarantee you that I'm faster, quicker and stronger than any of the men you've got at the moment. I've got good nose for trouble and I'm more than capable of taking care of it. With me around, your place would be... Hmm, yes, interesting. The manager interrupted. Do you have any qualifications? Chip, a little surprised, said, I did my 11 plus. I mean insecurity, Mr Thompson. The manager sighed and folded his arms. I... Don't, but... In that case, you're wasting my time. Good day, Mr. Thompson. Oh, that didn't go very well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. The manager spoke on his intercom and asked his secretary to send the next applicant. A bewildered Chip passed a huge black guy on his way out. Determined not to be undone, Chip fished the folded-up job section of the newspaper out of his back pocket and looked down at the next job he had circled earlier. Security again, this time at a lap-dancing bar on the other side of town. Now, surely a lap dancing bar is not going to be too fussed about qualifications. <laughs> they're scum. <laughs> they're sex workers, so they're scum. Uh, do you 
uh, do you need qualifications to be a security? You need. You can get an SIA. Yeah, you need to be called here. And you need the little lamp, um, shiny badge thing. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. Chip would be a good security guard. Unless he would accidentally he, kicks someone into a wall and kills them. He wouldn't, though. He wouldn't be strong. He could take out all the trouble. I think there's more to security being a security guard than being good at kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> at least there should be in an ideal world. Well, well you not let the drunks in. Chip could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he'd use that little clicker thing. He'd be good at that. <laughs> Got his 11 plus? No, a switch. You know he shouldn't be near any switch. What if he accidentally <gasps> switches his evil switch instead of the clicker? <laughs> He'd let too many people into the club. <laughs> it's a fire hazard. <laughs> he wouldn't care if they had VIP status or not. He'd just pull that red rope out the way. Any qualifications? The sweaty guy asked. Chip shook his head. Sorry, pal. No qualifications. No interview. But Chip started to protest. Then he realised he was about to beg some scumbag for a job and thought better of it. He had a few more options yet. Okay. Do you think when the sweaty guy went for his interview as a lap dancing bar manager, <laughs> the, the, the person doing the interview was like, sweaty, scumbag, tick, tick. Do you have any qualifications? You, that doesn't matter because you're sweaty and a scumbag. How do sweaty scumbags get jobs like running lap dancing bars? That's, those, those are the prerequisites for <laughs> running a lap dancing bar. Do you think you'd be able to deal with the pressures of this kind of work? Chip was sat on the other side of a desk, not as expensive as the one at Lavu, but the funeral director had a reasonable sized desk. How many months' salary would it cost? How many... Wait, is he going for a security job at a funeral director's? (laughs) (laughs) I've been around death before, Chip replied. So, you think you'd be able to deal with the sight of a dead body? I've seen plenty in my time. I imagine Chip's just looking really shifty at that point. (laughs) The funeral director nodded his head and scanned the form Chip had filled in earlier. His head stopped as he looked at the form, slightly surprised. It says here you've never worked in a funeral home before? That's correct. Then how have you seen plenty of bodies in your time? Chip froze for a second. I... 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 I, I was a ninja of the Ku Klux, given an ancient calling in life to protect the world against the forces of darkness. The funeral director's eyes widened. Okay, fine, well, I'll give you a call I've made my decision. <laughs> you know what, I guess it would be difficult for someone who'd been off the grid for so many years mm. to actually, you know, oh, why did you leave your last job? Well, I tried to kill my friends and then they hated me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be difficult for Chips to find employment. could have said about, I mean, you could have said about being a private detective in Tokyo. And yeah, but then what's the relevance of that at a funeral director's home? Also, what's he supposed have... to be doing at the funeral director's home? That wasn't really mentioned. <laughs> I do not know, but I don't think it's... He doesn't say that he's never worked in... He says he's never worked in a funeral home before, and being a uh, private detective in the mean streets of Tokyo <laughs> with those street, notorious streets of war would have been a good cover for why he had seen a bunch of dead bodies. I don't think you ever want to mention that you've been to the notorious streets of war, I'm saying that is a black There's mark on your CV. <laughs> As Chip left the funeral home, he smacked the side of his head. Just spiffing, he thought to himself. You could have said you worked in a morgue or came from a rough neighbourhood, but oh no, you had to go with the truth. Rough neighbourhood, notorious streets of war, you see. <laughs> He's thinking, Chip's thinking on all the same sides of us. Again, Chip crossed off one of the circled jobs and looked across the others. The fishmongers was next. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the position's already been filled, the man said as Chip entered the yard covered in boxes of fish. He turned and walked straight back out. Maybe there's going to be no supernatural elements to this whatsoever. Or is he going to use his superpowers to work in like some really mundane job and be really good at it? It'll be a comedy bit. Oh, like Buffy. 
Has that happened? Yeah, there's uh, Buffy works in a fast food restaurant at one point. Right, and yep. she uses superpowers to be really good at it. No, she really struggles at it. Um, but there is uh, a bit where someone who works there is like make is a demon. Right, and, like of course. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. We're ripping off Buffy again. Cool. That's nice. This was the same story at the builders, the grocers, the candlestick makers. <laughs> <laughs> This was the same story at the builders, the grocers, two supermarkets, and with a local landscaper. Like, local landscaper, I feel like he could have been taken on just to, like, lift bricks and yeah, grass. Yeah, like, manual yeah. Labor. yeah. There was one job left. One Chip never thought he'd get to, and as he sat opposite three acne-covered teenagers, all with clipboards, he sniffed in the air of the greasy fast-food cooking hey. in the kitchen on the other side of the room. Oh, oh. God. I'm, it's actually gonna. It's actually going to be that episode, isn't it? Yep. <sighs> So, why do you want to work at McDonald's? The kid in the middle asked, with a voice that indicated his voice wasn't done breaking just yet. He had one more star on his badge than the others, which, Chip guessed, made him in charge of all the interviews. Actually, I don't. He replied as a vision of him in a McDonald's uniform came to him. I had a friend who got a job in McDonald's, and he was very open in in his interview and was like, I don't want to work here, I just really want a job. And he got the job. Oh, fair enough. Good for him. Mm. Well, Chip's going to get the job then, clearly. (laughs) I see. The kid replied. The three of them wrote something down on their notepads. They shared the information secretly as if they were passing notes in class. I think he's hot. (laughs) Do you love me? Tick the box, yes or no. (laughs) To tell you the truth, the kid in the middle said again, we are very short-staffed at the moment. Many members of our family have left lately. I can't imagine why. Chip said sarcastically. That's always good in the job interview. (laughs) So, we'd like to offer you the job. The three teenagers stood up, one sticking a McDonald's cap on Chip's head. Welcome to the family. You've got a bit, um, like, knuckles with that? (laughs) (laughs) Chip removed the hat as he stood up and stared at the logo on the front. He shoved it back into the kid's hands and stormed out. Oh, okay, maybe not then. (laughs) He's such a snob, isn't he? (laughs) I'm too good for this. (laughs) I declined the offer, he said as the door closed. Crossing off the last circle job, Chip dropped the paper into a dustbin before entering the bar across the street. Seeing Ridley sitting across from the entrance, Chip sat down next to him, slamming his head down on the bar. Tough day, buddy, Ridley asked. Since when did getting a job become so bloody difficult? Chip sat back up. Since always. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Coming from a guy who does what you do, that's saying something. Jelson. Ridley beckoned the barman. Get my friend a drink. Something hard. He turned his attention back to Chip, lowering his voice. What did you do before you became a ninja? I used to write. Scripts, mainly. Ah! Hey! He's cracking script right yet. But he was unemployed. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Has he never had a job? <laughs> he just never had one. He left uni or college or whatever and just continued to write shit wisecracks. Never got hired. a ninja. <laughs> Ah, it's the same old story, you know, unemployed scriptwriter to ninja to world ender to... Not working in McDonald's. Yeah. Why not go back to that then? You've probably got one or two stories to tell. Somehow, I can't see myself sitting in front of a keyboard for hours and I end writing. It seems so passive now. And why are we whispering? And I can't, a bit of a third world, third world, third wall breaking. <laughs> you mean fourth wall breaking? Yeah. What? Where are you? <laughs> Somewhere else. So you definitely would have been an unemployed scriptwriter. <laughs> Ridley leant in close. This is a demon bar. My state of being welcome may be in jeopardy if they found me hanging with you. 
Oh, poor Chip. <laughs> he's had rejection after rejection and how he's like, you can't be who you are in this I bar. I mean, they would try and kill him and Ridley, so I can I guess understand. So. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt they even know who I am. Don't knock yourself, bud. You've been making waves since you arrived. Ridley sat back on his stool. Now all we have to do is find you a way to make a decent living and everything will be cool. As the barman, Jolson, dropped Chip's drink in front of him, he said, Your friend looking for work, Ridley. You could say that. Why? Know of anything going? I could use an extra pair of hands behind the bar. Chip downed his drink and shuddered as the whiskey ran down his throat. I don't think that's such a good idea. Me and demons don't exactly see eye to eye. Jolson stared at Chip for a few seconds before turning back to Ridley. Maybe your friend needs to open his eyes to other cultures. He said before walking away. (laughs) End demon prejudice now. It's kind of sweet in a way. Yeah. Barman's looking out for his clientele. (laughs) Chip watched the barman leave. Easy, Butch. Ridley said. This here is where I make my living. And if you were to start tearing the place up, it might be bad for business. Here. Ridley reached into his pocket and pulled out a piece of paper. He laid it out on front of Chip. He he laid it out on front of Chip. (laughs) I jotted down a few people I know who might be looking for workers. Why didn't you go and check them out? Chip took the piece of paper. Cheers. He tapped Ridley on the shoulder as he left the bar. Stay out of trouble. My God, that's like a warm embrace from Chip. <laughs> it is. I mean, we went to a point where he wouldn't even shake Ridley's hand. Yeah. To the point where he's like... Give Physical him contacts. <laughs> Quite a, a friendly pat, you know? Like wow. he, He's appreciated something another human has been has done for him. He wiped his hand afterwards. <laughs> but... <laughs> My God, the contrast in Chip and MC at the moment. <laughs> like, you see him, MC back in Tomorrow Gason is going down this dark path where yeah. he's being controlled and not, doesn't love his daughter. Chip's like, yeah, you're my friend now. It's only taken me six episodes, but you're my friend. You know me. Ridley called out as Chip exited. Jolson came back over to Ridley. Your friend, you see that ninja? What if he is? He's caused a great decline in my business. Same here, but you don't see me complaining. I'd be too afraid to. Word is, you're looking for information on him. Ridley looked around the quiet bar to make sure no one was listening in on their conversation. What if I am? I got a cousin who lived out in Japan for a bit. Came back here when some trouble started to go down in Tokyo. Ridley down the rest of his drink. Tell me more. And that's where we're going to leave Hard Day's Night, part one. Is that the least interesting episode we've ever had? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. I really was expecting something more. <laughs> I mean, we've always said part one is the setup for everything that's happening. Yeah. But this is just... There was an intensely <laughs> uncomfortable intro, which wasn't as bad as we were worried it was going to be, but we were really worried. Yeah, but I also I thought that was going to lead to Chip Hunt, like finding out about this like horrible place and then fighting all the demons in the place and shutting it down. Maybe he'll wind up getting a job offer there somehow. <laughs> He's going to be one of the demons <laughs> or the women. <laughs> I reckon they'll have like security there or something and he'll go there and find as a job and find out and blah blah blah. Do you think Ridley would have given him I oh, know he's only given him names of people who might find work. Exactly. So maybe so it'd be someone who knows someone who knows someone. That might be the case, yeah. yeah. I kinda hope he ends up working at the bar to be honest. Yeah. That could be quite fun. Also this uh Barman Jolson who's got a cousin who knows who was in Japan and knows yeah. something about him, apparently. So I mean I I don't really get what Ridley's trying to find out though. He said he said something vague about knowing of someone but not about someone or something. So I guess it's kind of like 
when yeah when you know of someone because you've heard about them from someone else okay. but you don't know the sort of you know you don't really know them per- yeah, properly you know the legend not the truth exactly yeah I don't think that's the same but I'm going to make it into one because yeah. it's quite good I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully there's a bit more because this is just someone looking for a job I guess it's yeah it's kind of weird because if we think that I try to make Chip the sort of grittier darker one yeah and this one has been bit more lighthearted, bit more comedy. Yeah, but I guess I mean maybe there's an intentional shift in tone from like the very dark intro. Yeah. That was very cringy. And I guess that you, you have the semi realism of like job hunting and how tough that can be. And, and it's also the the comedy the sort of contrast between, you know, Chip this crime fighting, evil fighting ninja. Now he's looking for a, a job as a regular Joe. And like all his powers and experience aren't helping him. In fact they're hindering him. That's very true. That's very true. It's kind of like, you know, like Spider-Man or something like that when he tried to find yeah. work and his sort of superhero issues get in the way of yeah. everything he tries to do, delivering pizza or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. So maybe there's a parallel there. Maybe I'll rip something off from Spider-Man. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's bound to happen sooner or later. <laughs> well, if you're still listening uh, after that terrible episode, did you know there's numerous ways you can get in touch to tell us how bad it was? You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we're also on Twitter at howiriptoff. And you can find our entire back catalogue with way more interesting episodes than this on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And if you want to leave us a suggestion on the job that Chip could take, (laughs) uh, and also a review as well, we would really, really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Every five-star review you leave helps Chip get gainful employment. Yes, it's like a reference for him. (laughs) Maybe then he'll be able to work <laughs> as a bouncer at some shit, horrible lap dancing club for the <laughs> greasy man who smells. <laughs>